they took me to the freaking show that they performed opened up for a uh, public enemy they had me on stage had me freestyle I remember I, I, I was like hella shy. I was just like, nah, I don't want to even put a, I don't yeah, want to yeah. perform at all. And they, they pushed me out there. <laughs> yeah. And I got my homie lyrical tone on the stage. I'm like, went out there, fucking blacked out and everything. I don't remember <laughs> what the fuck I said like at all. I don't know. People out there like, yo, you did that. You rocked that shit, bro. You rocked that shit. <laughs> so you're like, they got it in video or what? <laughs> now I got it on video okay. at all. It's before uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Man. But, yeah, but that was cool, do, though. Uh, I bet you that taught you something, though, because you didn't die. All that stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It scared me. Me though i've never yeah. blacked out before i'm good <laughs> off of that again never did it again you know in that time when people talk about when you get into the zone yeah that's what i just experienced yeah and that definitely freaked me out and scared me though I, yeah, yeah you laughing though it's like because you know, y'all know what i'm talking about man that shit is definitely scary because i've never really experienced especially at nine years yeah. old yeah. going to some Public fucking freestyle speaking, yeah you know just sort of a big ass crowd I love where you don't remember you, like where you don't, don't remember like i don't remember i I remember the stage going up there, them giving the mic, and I'm like, yo, yo, blacked out. I probably just, I probably like, they probably said I did good, and I like really f fainted or something like that. Welcome to the Blitz Seekers Podcast. Our podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every major platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Please make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast, and please enjoy the show. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a very special guest. As he puts it, it's not about the longevity of one's life, but the quality of one's life. He was born and raised in the Fillmore District of San Francisco, California, and has seen it all. He decided to take a shot at rap music in 2005 after the passing of his grandmother. He created the music group Legends Live Forever, consisting of three rappers and one singer. In 2013, he decided to challenge himself more as an artist and dropped his first ever solo project, Live Forever, which he produced completely himself. As he puts it, some are destined to succeed and some are determined to succeed. He has produced music for various artists on the West Coast, multiple songs featured on 106.1 KML's Home Turf, which showcases unsigned Bay Area talent. He continued the momentum and strengthened his brand through clothing, production, and visuals, he also spread his music as a participant on tours such as Breaking Ground in 2014 and Free Play in 2018. He's produced showcases for talent such as Spread the Wealth and For the Love of Music. His albums consist of Something Greater in 2016, Superficial City in 2019, and his most recent album, Celebrating the Memory of His Grandmother, titled Honey Bunch in 2020, are available on all major outlets. As he puts it, the goal is not to live forever, but to create something that will. Please welcome to the podcast, Anthony Ritchie, a.k.a. Lyrical Tone. <laughs> right on. Tony okay. Tone, welcome. Okay, right on. What's up? What's up? How's it going, man? Oh, man, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I feel blessed with that introduction, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I feel good. That yeah. just that just warmed me. That yeah, just thank warmed you. Me. Thank, thank you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, you know, we're glad to have you. Obviously, you're, you're a friend of Joe's, right? Yeah, but, yeah. um. You know, so we always like to start the podcast with kind of getting to know somebody because mm -hmm. I feel we feel like if they get to know your story, they know where you come from, they mm -hmm. can connect with you better, yes. right? Yes. So let's let's talk about your your upbringing. You know, you say you grew up in in San Francisco. Talk yeah. us a little bit about that. Uh, born and raised in San Francisco, um, nineteen eighty five, uh, June tenth, nineteen eighty five. I'm a Gemini. All right. Um, mm -hmm. um, it, I, um, my upbringing. I was raised. I was raised by my grandparents. So okay. like, I guess in the eighties. 
Um, it seems so long ago. I don't even want to say that because now I'm gonna seem like I'm old. Hey, don't worry. Not that old. Uh, so so many old. changes in so many mm-hmm. years, though. But um, you know, crack ep- epidemic. Mm-hmm. Um, raised by my grandparents. Uh, mother on drugs. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Father on drugs. Um, and that was my that was my upbringing right there. I went to Catholic schools. Okay. Um, K through uh, eight. Went to Mission Dolores, uh, which was like a well, kind of a a, a prominent like uh, Catholic. Uh, establishment mm-hmm. uh, in the city. Uh, it was one of the oldest uh, 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 churches in, in San Francisco. It's the right. first church or something like that in uh, San Francisco. Um, so yeah, went went there um, and then went to Reardon. Continued my Catholic education. Um, went to Reardon uh, High School, which is an all boys school. Um, and um, I played some sports. I played sports, uh, but also I couldn't get grades. I couldn't keep grades. I couldn't keep like a, a steady, you know, that steady yeah. uh, GPA that was needed to mm-hmm. uh, uh, to really play sports. But I played like summer leagues and you know participated right. in that. Um, but basically, my whole my whole like upbringing was um, being pushed forward by my grandparents and them trying to like uh, push me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like and then like having me participate in like everything man like right. boy, like boys and girls clubs like um like whatever paper mache like um yeah. <laughs> um like go figure out like uh how how this works and um go to go to go go to go see your mom in the projects you know what i'm saying right. uh, my mom was in jail go see your mom in jail you know mm, um yeah. like just trying to get me um i guess ready for life you know mm. and introduced to like the real world at an early age and um um, my, I have an uncle who is a DJ and he also stayed in the house with me, uh, with us. Um, um, I have an older sister. Um, I'm trying to okay. remember that Kelly. That is my, that is my, that is the, the love of my life. That is my, um, that's like my mom. She, she, she named me. Um, she really looked after me. Wow. You know? So she was um, your, like your mom. Yeah. Like my mom. Um, but my, my, my grandmother is the matriarch. So mm. like my grandmother really, you know what I'm saying? Is like. She was the mom of all moms, though, for right. sure. But strong okay. woman, right yeah, there. Strong, strong woman. Yeah. You know, coming from the south. Um, that's a whole story in general. So, like, if you kind of, if people like kind of look up like the uh, the the great migration from the south and a lot of people landing in like San Francisco, mm-hmm. L.A. and uh, areas like that. Like my grandparents are all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my grandfather is a Marine, first Black Marine. Wow. Uh, congressional mm-hmm. gold medal, Purple Heart, everything. Like he went to uh, 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 Korea, Vietnam. Um, uh, well, World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, and like did two tour, like hella tours in Vietnam. World War, uh, first black, uh, one of the Moffat Marines, and did Iwo Jima and everything like that. I'm trying to remember right now. He did so much stuff, man. Wow. You know, so that's like that's what I'm trying to say. Like that's yeah. my upbringing. You know, yeah. um, like just really trying to keep me from making mistakes, or I don't want to say mistakes. I don't want to say that, but you know, not going down the 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 path of I guess my. Uh, people around me in my neighborhood um because the Fillmore definitely went into turmoil around that time um with a lot of murders in the city especially in the 90s so trying to keep me from that yeah you yeah, know yeah. all the time like yeah. I can't if I can't express that enough like just pushing me into sports mm-hmm. you know clubs just uh skateboarding you know i right. bust my lip skateboarding yeah. uh, uh biking bmxing um mm-hmm. freaking mountain climbing um just camping um th- especially everything with the church too um i went pretty far with uh with my catholic education um and i'm like i'm confirmed and stuff like that so like my mom was I mean, my mom my grandmother was honey bunch was a devout devout 
uh, Catholic, so you know she had me tucked right there. There you, you know, go, doing yeah. all that stuff. You so. were definitely born in a legendary family. Uh, yeah, right on, right <laughs> like on. Like your right grandmother on. and yeah. your your grandfather. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Like it, it, it was, it was definitely. I don't know. Like I have my grandmother's eyes. So it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, my daughter. I just had a daughter, so she also has these hazel eyes. Thank you, thank you. She has these hazel eyes. It's crazy too. I'm like, yo, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I have hazel eyes too. There you go. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. We're we twins. Yeah, uh, but. You know, yeah, there's legendary family. I didn't get it at the time, you know, up when I was growing up and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But definitely, I, I'm blessed. You know, I start, I start to really to, understand yeah. it. Um, it's kind of yeah. cool because you know you think about it. Like, obviously, your parents were. It was kind of an adversity that turned into a blessing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. obviously, you know, your parents were dealing with what they were dealing with, mm-hmm. but you kind of it, it kind of worked in a good way for you because you ended up having some amazing parents. For even sure. Though, even though they were older, they were your grandparents. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're raised by some amazing yeah. people that have done a lot in life. For sure. I, I couldn't, I did not see it, you know, at, at all. That was definitely, definitely something I struggled with. I yeah. didn't really have like a struggle with, um, like I wasn't like blaming life and like, I didn't have that. I would say like maybe my older sister had that type of thing. My older mm-hmm. sister was like, and I love you, Kelly. If you even are going to watch this type of thing, you hear this, I love I you so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But damn, um, she was, you know what I'm saying? She was bad, you know, and I won't say bad. <laughs> she just had her troubles yes. and, um, you know, um, like getting kicked out of school, fighting. Mm. She's really, uh, she looks like full Puerto Rican. She's light skinned. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm half black and Puerto Rican. Okay. Um, I guess some people say that doesn't, you know, it's Puerto Rican, whatever that means. I mean, it's like we're yeah. all the, you it's know. It's like, what, why do you have to choose? You know what I mean? You know, yeah. um, but, you know, that's that's the mixture I am right there. Um, and like, yeah, my uh, I saw for my sister, you know, from there, like, okay, I can't, I don't, I'm not going to go that way. Mm. But I still could not understand why things were the way that they were. And that right. was always something I questioned, kind of prohibited my, my studies and yeah. just me having that kind of, uh, um, uh, I don't know, like just, I, I guess identity. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. the, just, that's why I, I guess that's what it is. I'm, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing like, oh shit, that's what it is. Uh, just kind of forming, formulating the identity was kind of hard because I'm like, yo, my grandparents, my parents, I got these old people, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. just wasn't appreciative, you mm-hmm. know? Right. Say so I was like a little shit, man. Yeah. So you were kind of wishing you had the parents, even though you didn't realize that even though they weren't there, you had these amazing grandparents that were raising you and yeah. giving you this amazing life. But I mean, yeah. I, I guess it makes sense though, because you know, everyone always wants to have that normal yeah. family like everybody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. But in the end, like we don't realize it, but later in life we realize like, dang, that was actually a good thing for me. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what you said. I, I definitely realized that later on in life. I say one thing that my grandparents, the number one thing that they did for me was they 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 did not hide anything from me. That's basically what I'm trying to say. It's yeah, like they good. introduced me um, mm-hmm. to life, mm-hmm. and then they also like um, like whatever it was, they kept it real about it. Basically, okay, transparency, like, transparency. Mm-hmm. So I, if yeah, my grandfather was my dad. But I also had a bunch of dads, right. like for real, for real, like, like and like just, strong male figures in your life. I mean, like straight up from my uncle to also like other my like my best friend's dad is my like my dad because my grandparents would tell them my situation, yeah. tell them what was going on, tell them like, hey, he might be a little bit, you know, what I'm saying aggressive or just have a little bit of whatever or just distant. But don't worry about it. Like, you know, he, he, he they just let him they let people know that. It was, just, it was embarrassing, like, as a kid when you're trying to hear that, like, and, like, was something wrong with me or just that type of stuff? 
But like, I mean, like, even I'm just gonna be candid. Like, even like uh, as a kid, like peeing in the bed, like they gotta just let people know. And it's like <laughs> I, I'm listening to that as like a, like a six year old, seven year old. Like, damn, yo, you gonna tell them my business? <laughs> but it, but when you go through, I guess that embarrassment mm-hmm. per se, it's just really um, it develops character. You know, mm-hmm. it starts to develop, yeah. even though it's like questioning it. It's yeah. kind of like, what the fuck? Like, what the yeah. hell is that? Yeah. But it really develops character because like people knew how to like like talk, be real with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like nobody was sugarcoating anything. Yeah. Like, like they just people would just be real with me and just help out. You know, mm-hmm. like and my grandparents. I, that's why a lot of people respected my grandparents. Like, are you, like I love how you said that. Like, they're legendary. Like right now, yeah, I definitely realize that because. A lot of people are man, you know, like really respected, like my grand, my grandfather and my grandmother for real, for real. And right. you know what I'm saying? But yeah. A lot of times people say like, "Oh, it's better that the parents are around." Well, th- that depends. Yeah. If they're good yeah, parents, right. you know yeah, what right. I mean. Seriously. But if they're horrible parents, I'm not saying your parents were, but I'm saying if you had horrible parents, that might be worse for you mm. than them not being around. You no, know for I mean? sure, for sure, for so, sure. So, so you always had like amazing role models. I mean, what I love about your grandparents, maybe just because they were older, they kind of already understood. Like, on, don't now. try to shelter this person. Exactly. Like, let this kid exactly see the reality of life and let him kind of learn it on his own. Exactly. Right? That's what I was gonna add on real quick. Um, yeah, they didn't have enough. They didn't have a. I didn't realize this. They didn't have a lot of time, right. mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they're telling me something, they meant that, you right. know? Like, they meant that. that. Wow. You know, like, yo, if you if you do that, you're going to fall on your face. And, like, hey, yeah, they had old school ways. I did fall on my face. And, you know, that's just is what it is. They put me through old school methods. Like, man, it, like, at first I thought it sucked, but it was like, man, it was really a blessing, like, for my grandparents. And, yeah, point simple. They didn't have a lot of time to play. You know, there was no just, wow. like, uh, like where they were being, um, like I guess putting themselves first and egotistical about things. They already had their kids, had a bunch of kids, mm-hmm. you know, and they knew they had enough ego to put aside to, you know, get a, a freaking Victorian in the middle of the Fillmore, um, big old house, and ha- get enough, you know, space, I guess, to raise their kids mm-hmm. and, and grandkids per se. And I realized it like, damn, okay, that's what it is. That's what it's about, you know, being financially stable, stable enough mentally also, and, mm-hmm. and you know able to provide yeah you know well yeah. they definitely give you a lot of legendary wisdom yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you say your sister yeah. was older how much older yeah. was your sister she's eight years older than me oh okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but she was definitely like a big sister mother yeah. role model yeah so yeah. Uh, kindergarten she was in eighth grade talking about like you know i beat up anybody out here <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. i love it yeah. so that was awesome having yeah. that type of that was my first introduction to like things like okay my damn my big sister out here she's hella cool so yeah. the mm-hmm. cool thing that's mm-hmm. like kindergarten five years old yeah. I'm like, oh shit like motherfuckers it's cool out here yeah. what is cool like oh people's hugging me girls want to give me a kiss and thing like that yeah. like that's my whole like that's what i realized pinpoint that like poof. yeah brain was like oh okay let me see how cool i can get yeah, that's cool <laughs> yeah. oh that's crazy it's funny you said you went to catholic school right yeah, like, yeah. so i went to christian school okay. when i was young okay. and uh I didn't go the whole route through high school because my parents stopped at fifth grade. Okay. Um, but I did do like a strong, like a Catholic upbringing. I did my communion, my, my awesome. catechism and all that kind of yeah, stuff too yeah. as well. Is this, are you, uh, are you a man of faith or is it just kind of like something you were raised with? Um, I was, I was a man of faith. Yeah. I'm now a man of spirituality. Okay. You know? um, thank you. Thank you. Um, I agree. Me too. Right on, right on. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, just growth and, um, 
I guess faith faith is spirituality, but the faith that you're referring to, especially mm-hmm. in these states, we're talking about like Catholicism and religion. Uh, religion, faith. yeah, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So we're talking, we're really talking about like you know Christianity and stuff like that. When people say that, uh, and that might be even uh, the indoctrination that is in my own head that is like, oh, that's what that means, like you know. But um, yeah, um, I just had my daughter baptized, so I am still uh, I. I, I like, you know, I took my vow. I mean, I'm still, I got, I took my, now I don't say vows, but you know, I did my, I got baptized. I did confirmation. So like, I'm still uh, uh, a Catholic, you know? Mm-hmm. So I do believe in, I do want to have my daughter, uh, I don't know, still there. I want to have her go through that same the rituals, kinda, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but ha- I am, I am, I have been blessed enough with information to help her make her own decisions. Yeah. Right. And um, I am confident in, like, I really want her to be her own person type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, of course that sounds like normal, but I want her to choose if she wants to, if faith, if she wants to do Christianity, if she wants to do whatever she wants to do, I want to give her information mm. and provide that opportunity for her. But also, you know, I think Catholic school is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, you know it, it doesn't hurt to have like a, a good like structure when you're young. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, but obviously, like you said, teach her to think for herself, mm-hmm. you know, choose for herself, stuff like that. Cause I remember the education you get mm-hmm. in like, Catholic or, or Christian schools yeah. is second to none. Yeah, yeah. College prep, y'all. I went to college prep myself. So yeah. you know, and they really did a number. Like okay. having to do community service and, and you know, going rock climbing, camping, uh the dean being in the hallways harassing you all the time. <laughs> um, or like you just had to do I went to Bruton, so you had to do something mm-hmm. you know, like either sports right. or education even education was competitive because it's all boys school right you know so like people had to do something it was like like that was the the wildest thing like yeah. education was like competitive you competitive know? So, like, especially yeah. mathematics like mm-hmm. not even just like oh like all asians do mathematics type of thing it's like <laughs> nah it's like yeah you had a lot of asian but it's like mathematics was a like a, a freaking like yeah, you know sport. like a sport like for real for real like um you know from the debate mathematics um you know i'm saying um Arts, uh, we had like a bunch of arts, um, you know, sports. We won the freaking, uh, what did we win? We won the state championships. Are we going to win the state championships? Wow. Yeah. So definitely if I can get my daughter, you know, introduced to that type of yeah. atmosphere. Really, I'm probably just talking about the uh, the rivalry type of stuff. I really want her to go play sports yeah. or do something like that and go put on. The high <laughs> achievement, it seems like it was high achievement, competition, breeding champions. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Call it Catholic school, call it what you want, but yeah. they were breeding good habits and competition in you guys. That's it. It seems Building. like it definitely taught you guys a, a lot of, you know, discipline too and yes. taking action. Yes. And being involved in so many things. Yes. I and mean, taking it seriously really. as yeah. well yeah. in competition. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I think we can definitely pinpoint that back that backbone of uh, religion and how that could yeah, give you some structure mm-hmm. and the positive, you know, aspects of that part, you know? Because uh. you can, you basically can bring that with, with on anything on the rest of your life. You know what I mean? All the skills that you learned from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you're starting to realize it now, like just in life, how some of those skills you were taught or learned through the Catholic school education are helping you today just i i just recently kind of woke up to that realization you know um i can say that much per, uh, first and foremost like only recently um cuz a lot of times it's can you qu- give an example um of me waking up to that yeah um when you're like oh dang uh light bulb I, moment i would say like when my grandfather passed in 2013 mm-hmm. is when i started having like uh um 
when my grandmother passed, I had a realization that, oh, you might die type of thing. And that mm-hmm. like kind of scared me and shook me yeah. off my path. Mm-hmm. In 2013, I don't know, like when my grandfather passed, uh, I started, um, he, he passed May 13th, 2013. And I started seeing like the number 13 a lot, wow. just, just like repetition. Just repetitiously, honestly. And that made me like take a step back and be like, man, okay, what's up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like no matter like whatever, like it's just like I started seeing like just signs or just whatever. There's too many like repetitious or a coincidences. Um, um, and that made me just take, take a step back and also uh, questioning myself, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So just started to, um, I'm sorry for saying, um, I'm just trying to find these words, man. Uh, Trying okay. to get in your path. Yeah, just just Something trying like to that. regain, and it, it basically, man, it just shook me off my core. Like mm. it just right there, it just shook me. Like it just had me just question and just start looking in, and just looking at things. Like, am I viewing it negatively, and why am I viewing it negatively? Yeah. And then viewing viewing things like as what's the root of it? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's when I start realizing things, and like I'm, my whole mentality has changed like completely you know so that was 2013 2013 yeah that's when you when you became an artist really you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. okay yeah right i would say that like 2005 i started rapping and i would say wanted to be an artist but you know still young mm-hmm. uh-huh. but definitely still didn't get it i feel like and when yeah. i mean get it means like start life I yeah. would say like acquiring knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So 2005 is when you when you started basically rap music. Yeah. But then when your grandfather passed away is when you transitioned to actually creating your own group and becoming an artist. I don't. So I don't. I, I I appreciate you for uh, paying attention to those. Yeah. Those yeah. signs right yeah. there. Yeah. 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 So I just want to talk about your grandma a little bit more because mm-hmm. it seems like she was very important to you. Yeah, Obviously, man. you dedicated your most recent album to her. Yes. So, I mean, you know, just talk about that. Like, like, what was it about your grandmother that, that you know, stuck with you so long that you even dedicated an album to her? Because your, dra- your grandfather seemed like he was a pretty badass person. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he was, he was awesome. Yeah, but it seemed like your grandmother made a pretty pretty strong impact on you as well. So Yeah. Uh, he, my grandfather was awesome, but, like, my, my grandma was, like, the Marine. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you, okay. you know, like, she yeah. was congressional gold medal, purple heart you know like really like honestly Mm -hmm. like really she definitely uh was everything and when she passed i would say like the family and a lot i think a lot of people have the same structure like when they have like a um, a strong uh mother figure or father figure or matriarch or patriarch whatever um the family kind of like falls into like chaos or turmoil or like Whoever is going to be that next person, nobody knows if it's going to be auntie or if it's going to be sis or if it's going to be cousin or whoever, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would say that that's what happened. Uh, that's how strong of a glue and bond that mm-hmm. she had mm-hmm. to gotcha. where like even the family. I mean, it's been so many, it's been so many years that we're, you know, kind of getting back on our step now, I feel like. But for her, yeah, that's my my saving grace, my guide, uh, one of the people who was the the person, definitely the main person who was just being straight up. Uh, all up in my business and telling people my business and just being embarrassing, embarrassing me, destroying that ego, uh, <laughs> just working on me. Uh, wow. I didn't know what I was being prepared for, but it, you know, you know, I don't, yeah, blessed, blessed yeah. for that lady, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and her passing was a tragic one for me, which kind of thrust me to start doing music right. and just realizing like, oh shit, like, you know, you can die tomorrow like mm-hmm. you know you might not wake up in the morning which unfortunately that's how she passed and that fucked me up yeah. that messed me up mm-hmm. uh if i was a little shit with a little ego 
um, I would say, like, as I said, everything I did in the past that helped boost me up and help keep me focused, that developed the ego also, I would say. Uh, yeah. So Like, a com- like an inner confidence. But if inner- you're young, it becomes ego, right? You because know, it becomes like- real ego. I'm hooping. People, they want to stay championships. All I did was go hoop. I developed the shot. Man, I was really, like, hooping and trying to get popular and do all this types of stuff and want to be involved, but maybe for the wrong reasons type of thing. So my grandmother passed shook you know messed it all up or just messed me all up and shook my core um you know a little earthquake and you know that's how strong that man I, i'm all tatted up i have a fat ass tattoo that says live life right here uh, uh, uh. live life live life basically so my grandmother she passed a stress uh because um was she young she, uh, i would say like she was 60 65 or so 65 well, maybe 70 young. i don't that's know i mean you know <laughs> Yeah, she was young. She was young. Uh, I would say the, yeah, so basically she died of stress on her death certificate. It was stress that uh, that caused her to have a heart attack. Um, and, I mean, hey, I just gave y'all a real background of my upbringing and uh, one of her daughters that was on drugs, you know, and, you know, that she's not the only, you know, uh, auntie or uncle. Uh, I lost an auntie before uh, I was born and lost an uncle while I was growing up. And that kind of like, you know, stressed her all out, threw her into like some turmoil emotionally for losing kids, you know, anybody losing kids. And yeah, that's so like that, as I'm reciting that, that's like a pillar that just stuck with me. And I was like, okay, stress, stress, stress. Okay. Gotta stop stressing, man. Gotta just breathe. Let the stress go. You gotta live life. Yeah. They say every adversity has a blessing greater than or equal to the adversity Mm -hmm. if you look for it. If you look for it. If you look for it, right. And I had to I had to find it and feel it, man. I got up one day, sold my Xbox, bro. Like I had a man, I'm talking <laughs> about like, fuck it, like let's get it. Like let's get this. You wanna do music, you know, your yeah. uncle's doing music, you wanna do this Legend of Forever stuff. I've been pretending and not pretending, but like I had like a little rap book and passed around high school and had like a little fake label and stuff doing that and yeah. just, you know, making just you know, trying to do little things that was stepping out my shell. You know, kind right. of being like, oh, can I do music? Dipping your toe in the yeah, water. It yeah, basically, you basically decided to step up to all who way, you are. All the way fully out. Yeah. Be yourself, you know? you know what I'm saying? Authentic. Uh, just go and just go, go figure it out. Mm. Go into the neighborhood. I went to go hoop. And that's how I got popular in my neighborhood was just hooping. Yeah, so you were good at basketball. Good at basketball. Yeah, yeah. good at basketball. Yeah. Play folks everywhere, all the time, whatever neighborhood. I mean, if you're so an athlete, dumb especially a good one, you'll become popular yeah. very quick. Exactly, you know, yeah. um, and especially if you go against, uh, I learned that just being like a hardhead and going against folks that was like at first not respecting, and then I, I earned their respect. So that's when I started realizing, like, oh, you got to earn respect. You know, it's not just giving. You got to earn that. People going to push you around, shove you around, but you got to be like, ah, oh, nah, you know, I'm here. I'm going to show up to, uh, tomorrow, too. Like, if y'all don't pick me, I'm going to show up. You know, it's whatever. Like, I'm trying to ball. And that's, yeah, that's hoop, legend of forever. Met these band of brothers. And then from there, went on, started just doing music. Got picked up by the homie Big Rich, uh, who's a legendary uh, 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 Frisco MC. Mm-hmm. And um, now he does this project level, which is uh, making wonders with my brother Troy, who's also LLF still. Um, but... They're doing wonders project level and then they just got this the forever 21 deal and they just did this whole new york and tour and they're just grassroots you know grassroots community organizations as well as you know that's where we're at right now and, and at, at this age you know giving back but yeah okay yeah so you when you when you did live forever your mm-hmm. first solo produced album yeah. tell us a little bit about that what made you switch from 
you know, your group, your rap group that to go to legend to, to doing it yourself? Yeah. Uh, the big rich situation, we kind of did not flourish with that. We got signed to him and he was like popping at like doing the hyphy movement. So he mm-hmm. had his own thing. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's like, yeah, 2005, yeah. you know what I'm saying? 2006 and all that. Not 2005, but like uh, 2006, 2007, 2008. Uh, mm-hmm. 2005, man, I went to like a whole, I went to beef and film and do all this other type of stuff. Um, but yeah, so with that situation, I'm flourishing and just trying to figure it out from there. Um, like I wish y'all, like if y'all, yeah, like the hyphy era was crazy. So just being under Big Rich and having all that fun and going to parties, opening up for him. He had the San Francisco anthem. Uh, which is like booming. I love that song. Oh my to god! This day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, that song, like, the song was the one of the hottest tracks, and he still plays mm-hmm. that. And we can, if we can get him to, especially back at that time, like getting him to perform, you know, and perform that song. Like, man, we were like the popping. We were popping. Uh, but yeah, with that not coming to fruition, man, I couldn't stop my dream. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I had to keep it going. And the group kind of released one solo, one more solo effort. Um, we called it. Uh, no turn no turning back i believe we called it no turning back and that didn't really go anywhere so right after that no turning back i released that live forever and that's legend live forever so live forever and that's just what it is the, you know the goal is not to live forever the goal is to create something that lives forever so right. you know that's just what i want to reiterate that and i wish i would have kind of waited not to say that i, I regret anything but that was my mixtape and i gave it out i did a show show people i can book my own show i can get yeah. it going you know i can do this i'm gonna do this solo i got it um but you know did my first ever production and stuff man it, we you know tried i did my efforts i did a bunch of efforts yeah. you know i'm sure you learned a lot from that though learned a ton learned yeah. a ton you know uh just to wait and to i learned a lot from that man uh a lot every effort i would say is to get me comfortable for who i am like right now you yeah. know mm-hmm. like who i am today right fully getting comfortable all the way of course i'm still a student so a lot of lessons learned from your first solo project yeah staying a student you know staying a student still a student um and you know i just learned just kept on learning kept on learning kept on learning through that solo project uh i did three of them my third one was dedicated to my grandfather so basically i'm going full circle again and dropping a live forever series mm. um again but basically with album titles that and i'm putting them on the the platforms that need to hear this the platforms that it need to, where they need to be at where i can make some uh, uh i can make some funds with my music and this you know yeah. uh, and get it going so yeah i learned a lot from that mixtape series um gained a lot gained a lot of uh people fans uh, shows start doing shows just everything transition because it, i guess if you see us if you see a dream just slipping like what are you gonna do yeah. like you just gonna hold on tighter you gonna hold on yeah, tighter yeah. To grab, you, you know keep live fighting. with yeah. it yeah i went to city college learn how to make beats i went to electronic mm-hmm. music class i also picked up a, 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 a english class mm-hmm. and just picked that up real quick so i can do writing mm-hmm. get uh get myself acclimated to studying again Cause I can't just go to electronic music class and think I'm about to just really give a fuck if I haven't been in school for, for in forever. No, mm-hmm. just not how right. it goes. Yeah. I sit there and just be staring at the wall and staring at people. <laughs> Took an English class to get my mind focused. Cause I know I got to do papers. I know I got to read. Mm. And also I can go to have a good time and do electronic music and learn. Did that. And the rest is history. I, I forgot what year that was. I don't even want to know, you know, but you know, that's what I did. Went to city college. Uh, shout out to the teacher there. Had an awesome class. 
He's Do you remember it. your teacher's name? I forgot what dude's name is, but everybody knows it. He's the only, he's a legend. He's an electronic music class teacher. He's a legend, and I wish I did know. He's the only one that teaches the, the class, man. I definitely. <laughs> I'm trying to get on so I can go back to that class and be like, man, you taught me, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to get on, on. You know, I'm trying to be yeah. on. Let yeah. me let me ask you real quick. How's uh how's it going with with the music since the pandemic happened? Um, it's slow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely given me time to sit back and reflect. Yeah. Uh, this year or 2020 and 2019 was my first time ever really sitting on music, mm. sitting on videos, mm -hmm. like recording a whole bunch of material, um, you know, and then waiting to release that or just waiting for like not even the perfect time. Um, but yeah. So I've had a time. I've had time to literally, literally just produce, make hella beats, and just record hella records. I'm mm -hmm. sitting on a bunch. I'm sitting on like three projects right now. Mm -hmm. uh, that I'm about to release back to back. Honestly, nice. uh, just gotta just stack up the funds. So that's what 2020 has done. No performances. Mm -hmm. Not really. I haven't got a chance to get to the people, and that's what this whole industry is about: is getting to the people. Right. Um, yeah. I'm the type of person, man. Where I like I, where I'm at now is I after I perform, I will get up in the crowd. I go to the crowd and just thank everybody, try to it's hug beautiful. them. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And whatever, you know, like that's all I do: shake everybody's hands that was rocking with me. If yeah. I seen them rocking with me for show, I remember that and go shake their hands. So like, that's a huge part of this. Yeah. So it is. Know. Yeah. So you're big with the fans too, oh, shaking I, hands and kissing yeah. babies. Yeah, shaking hands, kissing babies, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like. When you're I'm big all, with people in general, to be honest with you. You have to be. You like, are. I'm, we are all people, you know? Yeah. We're all people. We are all people. Like, you know, ain't nothing, you yeah. know? We've got a heart beating and shit like that. We're bleeding and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. you know? Like, we're breathing, you know? Like, we're seeing. We're all people. Yeah. So, just treat people the same. I learned that. You get a lot of respect, you know? Yeah, I definitely yeah. want to. I remember, I don't know if you remember, I told you I want to go to one of your shows. Yeah, like, yeah. That was last year. I want to yeah. take photos. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You're, you're definitely there for sure, for sure. Cause Let I, me know. I'm yeah. trying to also, which I appreciate this, this uh, you reaching out to me. And it's like I'm trying to also remember and trying to stay grounded. A lot of times, you know, be all stressed and stuff. You can't see clear. The lens can't see clear when you're all stressed up here. Um, so now I'm trying to remember though and stay grounded and reach out. Yeah. Um, telling you, watch me, y'all see like you're gonna see like a whole bunch of works coming from me that y'all like will really reflect on what I'm talking about right now. Yeah, I got Exciting. a bunch of music coming out. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully we can help help yeah. you, you know, get that spark, get out there. Man, you know? I just want to, I, I appreciate that. I can't mm -hmm. wait for y'all to listen to this music to know what I'm talking about. I'm really juiced right now. Yeah. I got a project with my homie Murk coming. Uh, Sarge is gonna be my. My finale, my grand grand project, you know, for my grandfather, okay. call him Sarge. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Um, you know, videos on deck. I got a video. I just shot a movie yesterday. Wow. With nice. the homies, the jealous guys. That's awesome. Uh, I was killing it in a Frisco rap scene right now. So you're just creating right now. Just going. Yeah. Just going yeah. and putting it to the proper outlets. Got my Instagram going, websites going, teamllfent.com. Um, everything's going YouTube. I took control of all my artist platforms from freaking Amazon to iTunes to Tidal, um, all of them streaming. So I know all my numbers, Spotify, everything It's like yeah. everything. That's the beauty of, of this day and age. Like yes. you can do it all yourself. If, yes. you, if you're a hard worker, if you're a hustler, don't matter. If you got some good content out there and yep. YouTube, Spotify, create your own stuff and that's it, it. and that's it you know that's it so you, you i want to get back to producing because you were talking about producing you're producing now but you did some stuff for you know some some bay area talents and yeah. stuff that was on cameo yeah. talk a little bit about that um myself i got a couple songs on the uh cameo home turf 
uh, we got a few friends, a few folks that definitely DJ. Shout out to the homie DJ Black Mark. Uh, that DJ for Cameo. We've done some shows, open up for Nipsey. Okay. Uh, but for that home turf, is you know just trying to make a great effort yeah. to get on that the radio station mm-hmm. so that we can spread the you know the word that yeah. LLF is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got a couple, three songs on there myself. Um, I got one from my uh, from the mother of my child, Bianca K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca K. Uh, she definitely got one on there, the home turf. Um, my homie Drake's, me, uh, myself and Drake's had a, a track on there. Uh, Troy was on there, um, who's also in the group. Um, yeah, so you know, producing tracks for, you know, uh, I would say associates, you know, friends, associates, mm-hmm. just artists that that we really gel with. You know, I'm not, mm-hmm. I haven't really produced for anybody that is not in the circle, basically. You know, gotcha. uh, everybody's in the circle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, that's what it is. It's I want good experience. You know, it's a good start. Yeah. Just I want to share energy with yeah. people that you know were really I don't want to say they deserve it. That's kind of that's the word that first yeah. came to the that the you vibe with. with. Yeah, that I vibe with. Yeah, man. you know. That, well, energy it. is uh, something to you know it's mm-hmm. valuable, valuable, mm-hmm. and you gotta protect it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, who deserves it? That's what. Yeah, thank yeah, you, thank you for sure. Um, that's how I feel like. Yeah. I just want to make music with people who I want to make music with, and yeah, the cameo did the, the, the home turf thing. Definitely uh, did some numbers. Definitely like uh, their websites, Barrier websites, like Thizzler got my music on there. That was pretty cool. You know, mm-hmm. got a push on there. Um, but you know, got to be everything. Got to be consistent, man. Yeah. 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 I agree. And then um, you have clothing. Yeah, yeah. Legend Live Forever. Um, I got uh, also Murder Beats Not People. Murder Beats Not People. Okay, so that's Murder the, Beats Not yeah. People. There you Murder go. Murder Beats I Not like People. That. That's the slogan right there. I love that. Um, Legends Live Forever. We got that slogan. I don't even have no clothing. I should have brought the clothing my badge off. <laughs> um, yeah, at least you're repping your city, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, repping this SF Giants, you know, 2010 World Series, yeah, you know. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, definitely. My brother Troy's going to get on me. He's going to be like, yeah, you didn't come up there with no damn LLF hoodie. You repping <laughs> this gi-. You know, because we're supposed to be uh, economically savvy out here, y'all. It's okay. We'll, <laughs> leave, we'll leave it in the description below. So yeah, right on. Yeah. There, right? Right on. Yeah. yeah, and then so talk about your 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 albums, Breaking Ground, two thousand fourteen, Free Play, two thousand eighteen, yeah, and then, tours. Uh, the tours. I'm sorry yeah. about no, that. No, that's smooth. And then also we can talk about your albums as well. Yeah, um, tours went on Breaking Ground. Um, I forgot what even year that was, but went on there. That was a, a West Coast tour. Okay, went all the way up to Seattle. Um, touched down the spots like Oregon. Uh, of course, Washington, Oregon, and California, uh, different spots on the way. Of course, like Ashland. Um, I'm freaking not even remembering right now, but uh, all those damn cities, towns on the way. Uh, yeah. Ashland. Mm-hmm. Um, I just said that. Um, Is it up up north? Up north. Okay. So so uh, Tacoma. A lot of tiny little towns in like Washington. Yeah, I just can't remember what the hell that other one. Tacoma. Then we did we did the college towns. <laughs> <laughs> we did we did a uh, Seattle, Tacoma. Um, and all the ones just freaking out. It's Redding. Yeah. Uh, Ashland's up there in Oregon. And I forget what the other ones that were the uh, were the Oregon Ducks that were the Nike. Oh, Portland, of course. Mm. Yeah. Did Portland. The reason I say that is because I used to work for a professional indoor football team. Hey. And we, we do it our own little tours and this okay. bus ride. Yeah. But we would be driving up like Oregon, mm-hmm. Washington. And mm-hmm. we went to towns like Wenatchee. Like yeah. these little tiny towns no one's ever heard of before. Yeah, I haven't done Wenatchee though. Yeah. It sounds like Wenatchee. a Native American city. It is. Or yeah. is it? Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because it's, all, it's yeah. all, yeah, indigenous yeah. territory. But California is like, if you go a little bit southern, you'll get more Hispanic names and stuff like yeah. that. It's like, what the hell is that town? <laughs> um uh, 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 The free play tour was to celebrate my brother Troy's uh uh, he he put out an album. He has a free play. It's called Free Play. 
and he has a whole series. He also just started his own music group called Free Play Music Group, which is dope. Shout out to my brother Troy. And basically went on that tour to kind of support him. And we went all over the damn place to, I mean, out to Oklahoma, out to like freaking, uh, we went to Idaho, uh, San Diego, Arizona, went to Phoenix, went to Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Where we at? We were in like the craziest. The we were in the first forty-eight neighborhood. I forgot which oh, one wow. of that is in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Um. What is that? Uh, oh, first the show. First forty-eight. First forty-eight show, yo. Yeah. They, I even know we were in that one town. That's uh, that's freaking in You're Oklahoma. Like, Damn, tells people got murdered up in here. I, I was like, oh yeah, I think I've seen this town. I forgot what it was. Though. Uh, but they definitely just got uh that that whole area just got awarded to the Native Americans that um that reside in that area. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Supreme. You know, <laughs> the Supreme Court just <laughs> awarded them their, that land over there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and so you said you opened up for Nipsey? Yeah, we Nipsey opened up for Nipsey. You know? In L.A.? Yeah. What was that? No, we did that, um, we did that at the the New Parish. Okay. Um, oh, Oakland. Yeah, yeah. New Parish, yeah. Oakland. Oakland, New Parish. Yeah. Did you get to meet him? No, nah, I didn't get to meet him. Oh. I didn't stay around. Uh, my mentality, man, I'm, when if they're up there in the VIP, I'm not going to push uh, to shove mm-hmm. to get up there in VIP. Gotcha. That's yeah. just how it is. Mm-hmm. And, and not to say, like, oh, Nipsey was just chilling in VIP, but it's Oakland, so he's going to be up there. And Not to say he's going to be down there with the people, but it's thick in there. So he was upstairs, and mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to go upstairs where everybody else was at, where there's, like, a, you know, 30, 40 people surrounding, yeah. bro. Yeah. Uh, but my brother Troy waited around and gave him a, a shirt, Legend of Forever shirt, mm-hmm. which, you, you know, that's a, that's a determination. Yeah. Nice. But for me, I'm like, nah, deuces, man. Yeah. I watched the show, and you just go, I'm good. I'm out yeah. of here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's seen us performing everything. We knocked it down. That was nice. part of my solo, you know, when I got a chance to put my solo. Me and my brother Troy, basically, when LLF dissolved, it was just me and my brother Troy. It was me, Troy, DB, and Rosario. Them two exited. Troy kept it going, and so we okay. both uh, opened up for Nipsey. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So legends live forever. Did not live forever. Did not live forever. <laughs> but it's, it's a statement. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's a statement. It's from the sand hey, line. You're still it's going. Still living. So I guess you know? you're, the, you're the legend that out of there. Cause you're you know, still going, right? you know, yeah. you know. I mean, self-proclaimed, but you know, legends live forever. That's a statement. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. It did not live, did not live. Some people got off the train, but this train does not stop. Yeah. You know, it does not stop for nothing. But mm-hmm. you know, they always say you never change your goal; you just change the strategy, mm-hmm. right? That's you know I mean? that's it. Yeah, like the goal is the same, mm-hmm. you know, but the strategy is just a little different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I have a question. Who, a- you know, who were your inspirations when it came to rap music? Okay, okay. Uh, my uncle okay. definitely was my main inspiration. I would say uh, my introduction. Just my family in general, uh-huh. but artist-wise, Tupac is my my biggest inspiration. That's really what the name Legend Left Forever really goes for, gotcha. mm-hmm. is uh, the Tupac. Uh, but the Sandlot, definitely, when I first heard Heroes Are Remembered, but, you know, uh, Legends Never Die. Um, so, yeah, Tupac, Jay-Z, Biggie, everybody, San Quinn, uh, for, that's Frisco artist. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody from really Bay Area artists, a lot of Bay Area artists, but mainly Tupac and Jay-Z. Those are my two top artists. West Coast artist Ice Cube, uh, everybody, man. I listen to everybody. Um, right. Dilla, Dilla's my my production. Dilla, Madlib, a whole bunch of other underground. I love underground because that's where I come from. I come from like more of the underground uh, structure. It's like that's where my uncle he he's part of a, a collective. His name uh, label's called Iliac, and then they had the board stiff going on with Equipto on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that whole underground, he took me to like the tours and the different shows, Andre Nicotina and them over in Berkeley, uh, doing that thing and just underground circuits, man. Being a young kid, like young cat, just helping hold his records and bring his yeah, records. Yeah, yeah. He took me to a freaking Public Enemy show and wow. 
He was so part of the eighties, right? This is this is the nineties, dog. Yeah. This is the nineties. Oh. Come nine, so I'm like nine years old, mm. uh, and he's taking me to these places. So as I get a little bit older, right, you know what I'm right. saying? Um, so in the eighties, he already laid his foundation. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's like he's already like a pioneer and DJ yeah, and doing yeah. his thing, and he has different uh, so like groups that he's trying to do. The MC era stuff like you know that. what I'm saying? Yeah, already yeah. doing that, and especially in the Frisco era, there's a bunch of Frisco acts, and especially think about like the Barry at that time, like Digital Underground, yeah, like early nineties. Um, but like. Of course, so that means like before that, there was a little bit of structure. So he comes like from the DJs from before that era, mm-hmm. you know, started right. coming to fruition. And then he's also trying to make it, still make it in the early 90s, right. you know, after his, you know, the the early age, like when he's like in his 30s or I guess late 20s, he's, he has this group. He has a group called Midnight Voices uh, with this homie named Will that was on fucking Real World, Real World, Real World. MTV yeah. uh, Real World. Yeah, yeah. MTV Real World. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a tongue twister. Yeah, uh, the truth. And they took me to the freaking show that they performed, opened up for uh, Public Enemy. They had me on stage, had me freestyle. I remember I, t- I, sh- I was like hella shy. I was just like, nah, I don't want to even put a- I yeah, don't want to yeah. perform at all. And they, they pushed me out there. <laughs> yeah. And now I got my homie lyrical tone on the stage. I like, went out there and fucking blacked out and everything. I don't even remember <laughs> what the fuck I said like, at all. I don't know. People out there that's like, yo, you did that. You rocked that shit, bro. You rocked that shit. <laughs> so you're like, no, they got it in video or what? <laughs> now I got it on video okay. at all. It's before um, all that stuff. Yeah. Man. But, yeah, but that was cool, do, though. Uh, I bet you that taught you something, though. Because you didn't die. All that stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've scared me though i've never yeah. blacked out before i'm good <laughs> off of that again never did it again you know in that time when people talk about when you get into the zone mm. yeah that's what i just experienced yeah. that definitely freaked me out and scared me though are yeah. <laughs> yeah, you laughing though it's like because <laughs> y'all know what i'm talking about man that shit is definitely scary because i've never really experienced especially at nine years yeah. old yeah. going to some Public fucking freestyle speaking, yeah you know just of a big ass crowd I love where you don't remember you, yeah. like but where you, you don't. don't remember like i don't rem- i like I remember the stage going up there, them giving the mic, and I'm like, "Yo, yo, blacked out." I probably just, I probably like, they probably said I did good, and I like really f- fainted or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they just got me up. They were trying to build you. Or up, I must have like, st- man, I swear to God, like I must have just stayed there or something like that. But I know I rocked that shit. I said anything. You know, oh, I, I love that you had that push. Yeah. You know, like people were looking out for you that way. You yeah, know, yeah, it was yeah. really scary. You needed that experience. That's basically you know the, that's basically Nine the theme of my, uh, my, 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 my young, my young upbringing. You wow. know, just yeah. that was the energy that I didn't realize, but just hell, hell yeah, like that push. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's had push. strong positive influences pushing you randomly, to be better. though. Mm. Randomly, just pushing you know what I'm saying? Better. Exactly. Uh, point, point proven is like when I first get up in here, and Isaac, you do over here just getting my fucking bio together like wow nigga i'm an english major out here <laughs> you can make a song for me called english major english major out here <laughs> uh, but you know that's that's how blessed i am so i really yeah. appreciate that yeah. and I, no I appreciate worries, it. Man. i take a step back and always show appreciation and say thank you so much yeah. you know for all the blessings well you know gratitude is a magnifier Okay. okay. People don't I did realize that. that the more you're grateful for something, the more you of it you get. Okay, mm-hmm. for sure. And a lot of people are not grateful. Like, they, yeah, oh, I don't have sure. this. I don't have that. Instead mm-hmm. of just being grateful for what they do have. So for sure, for that, sure. That's awesome. So let's talk about your albums. Here. Right on, right on. So you have something greater in 2016. Yeah. Superficial City 2019, and the most recent one, Honey Bunch 2020. Talk about your albums. Yeah. Uh, something greater. Uh, that's what it is. Searching for something greater. Um, shot a bunch of videos off of there. Uh, one of my, my, my title track video, which everybody should check out something greater video was like one of my last visuals that I did before I did anything. That was like three years ago. So mm-hmm. or whatever, not three years ago, but it's like five I, years. Ago yeah. Now. Five years ago. <laughs> but, um, well, 2020 was kind of just 
bl- a blip on the radar. We're right? we gonna put an asterisk on twenty twenty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but basically, I hadn't had shot it. I even took a break, so that was my last one. So y'all should check that out. But the something greater is just basically, you know, like the more of a lift forever. And just a, it's a statement. That's what everything is. Every every name is supposed to be like a meaning to it. So something greater. Uh, that's it. I'm searching for something greater in this music. Mm-hmm. I'm searching for something greater in life. I'm searching for something greater just in general. Let me just spit some spit these lyrics out. Y'all hopefully all pay attention to what I'm saying yeah. and tell me and tell y'all what I'm searching for. Mm-hmm. And that's what my lyrics are, you know. I wanna have music with the message. Yeah. Each track, leave somebody with something. I have some clever things to say. So on each track is just letting people know how much what's the something greater? What do I wanna what I wanna achieve? Am I achieving wealth? Am I achieving this? Am I achieving like fame? Am I achieving just something greater within my family? Something greater, you know? That's it. The uh, the, the 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 cover art of it is a greater symbol with an inverted city in the uh, inverted city, San Francisco skyline, mm. uh, with the praying hands, with the Fibonacci sequence on there. Um, that was my awakening i would say remember my grandfather passed in 2013 and then mm-hmm. just basically you know from there whatever beating at me 2016 is like all right okay i'm here i see you i went to travel i went to rome i went to france mm-hmm. around that time um I went out man I what went about out. egypt when I was went, egypt egypt was 2019 okay um so was that superficial city so around mm-hmm. then yeah mm-hmm. superficial city yeah so what was the inspiration for Superficial City? That's what it is. It's it's superficial out here. Not a lot of love. A lot of people scared to be themselves. Um, a lot of people scared to feel love. A lot of people scared it just in general, you know? Yeah. Um, and a lot of fake. So it's fake. Superficial City. Shout out to Suck a Free City, San Francisco, you know? Uh, there was a heart and uh, there was a pulse. And I feel like this stuff is superficial out there now. You know, people just, you know, there's not a lot of love being spread especially with like the recent spikes and all the violence and stuff and, mm. and, and all robberies and all this crazy ass stuff but not to put any you know spark any you know heat on san francisco itself but there still is a pulse there with you know, community and i call it the sucker free personally or frisco culture mm. but for the most part I'm superficial i lost this pulse a long time ago which is it being sold out uh to to big tech and people right. not just understanding that you know it's just crazy, man. Like, like I said, you know, we have a heart, we have lungs, we bleed. You know, we all bleed the same blood. We mm-hmm. all got to go in the same goddamn box, whatever it is, box or cremation. But we all got to go. You know, those bodies aren't forever. But motherfuckers is just like so much, so much homeless turmoil in that city. I'm getting passionate because I'm just like, man, mm-hmm. it's terrible, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the only black family on my block still. You know, we gonna keep that Victorian forever. Um, That's smart. Neighborhood gone. Yeah. Um, I definitely I did some I did some uh, jail time for a little bit. I kind of caught some uh, turmoil in that man. I couldn't find my way uh, in that in that period in time. So you know that's really that's where you get. Or I had to take a reflection. Mm. Uh, you know, with all that stuff, man. Like gentrification really hit us hard out here in San Francisco. So yeah, I know how you feel. Yeah, I mean, man. I, I grew up in San Jose, and it's not San Francisco, but this city I don't recognize this city. This is not the city I grew exactly. up in. You know what I mean? crazy i i would love to have like a conversation i love hearing i love listening and i love like i want to hear like because coming out here i didn't even know i came out here for a a, a weed convention it was just like oh shit like san jose got everything out here i didn't even right. know that like, fuck san francisco like san jose doing this big out here i mean yeah. we're talking about cannabis clubs to so, like just because there's a lot of money out here like yeah. with the teslas and everything zoom 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 zooming around and yeah. everything and, and at first it was the priuses but you know what i'm saying like 
like yeah, San Jose guy, it's lit out here. I have no idea how much wealth and money was just yeah. literally right here. It's a tech tech county. Yeah, they it's call it the world. Silicon Valley. I know. Yeah. yeah, you know, but but focus on San Francisco. You don't really see the after. You don't see the effects right. mm. in San Francisco. Really, mm-hmm. of course, with gentrification. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about like out like people go to fucking Sunnyvale to Redwood City, Mountain View. Like they got fucking the, the wealthiest of like wealthiest of wealthies out there. I'm like, oh, that's what's up though. Yeah. But you know, shit. Like, damn, you gotta tr- you gotta have a trickle down economy coming out. Yeah, not here. All these neighborhoods are struggling. Yeah, not not here. Not nah. here. Not at all. Motherfuckers need to get. We you know we need to get their mansions and we need to get the house and uh and uh off the Yucatan Peninsula real quick. And then I need <laughs> to get a you know another house in the in the, in the middle of uh, Francais and uh you know give me a wine vineyard and somewhere. And it's like you know that's cool though, but. Just think about the people, mm-hmm. like you know. Just you can't get away from community. Yeah. No, people's always you. gonna be here. I agree with you, and, and so I mean, it, it's happening everywhere. I guess in the Bay Area, it's just the tech, yeah. like you said, the tech world's coming in. Uh, what they called it in San Jose was ICE. It's called Indian Chinese Explosion. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So the San Jose I grew up but in like was uh, Vietnamese and, and Hispanic mm-hmm. mainly, right? And then over the last 20, 30 years, it's just become just completely different and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's super expensive like yeah. the the median home price in san jose is a million dollars that's the middle right every home in this area you're in here, here now is 1.5 million and above you said it's the it's the that's the middle the middle that's the middle that means half the homes are more expensive and half the homes are, are a little bit less so yeah definitely I, I just wanted to say i can feel you on that one like Man. that they change right you know and i'm sure san francisco is no different no different at all a lot of neighborhoods gone people the black population has like shrunk um the the people that are being the harassed the most by the police you know is you know a particular group of people uh which speaks volumes especially if they're the most minimal mm. you know group of people right. you know and shrinking in san francisco just in general right and it's like oh, okay so they're leaving and being shrunk and also being policed and arrested and all this stuff so man it has gotten crazy out there for sure that's yeah. all I'm saying, man. Yeah, so basically, the barriers get rich or get out. Pretty that's much. it. Superficial. It's not no heart. Like you, it's all money is just whatever. I want to talk about that, but there's a community. That's the one thing I realized that you can't get you can't get away from the community. There's people out there. That's why I'm personable. You know, I'm not judging nobody. I know, but everybody, you know, we want to have a fun time. We want to have a good time. Majority of us. And there's some people who walk around and don't even realize anything other than what their own selves want to get. That's it, just for self, right? There's no neighborhoods anymore, that's for sure. Come on, that's terrible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what that? What is that? We're talking about structure. Right. We're just talking about logic. And it, a, lot of, a lot of times people say, like, oh, that's your opinion and stuff. And that's like, yeah, that's definitely my opinion. But also this opinion is formulating on um, experiences that, you know, that I've lived uh, that – that help formulate, you know, that it's like, I felt this way. And I also saw like, Hey, if there's seven different ways, there is a, a more of a correct way. And, you know, yeah. we're talking about community, not just like, Oh, everybody's going to die one day. And like, no, motherfuckers, people going to be here and they trying to live the best lives that they can. Yeah. Like it's simple. I like, noticed a lot of people that are moving now, like especially the tech, the tech people moving yeah. out, going to Texas, um, Portland, maybe, or cause it's hit ahead. Everything's hitting ahead right now mm-hmm. um and people are standing up or getting more involved and in trying to divert whatever money was used to secure you know the funds to go to a particular group of people and i think I, that's what i love about today at time today's times like as e- as easy as it is to make music 
it's easy to also inform yourself on what's really going on. Yeah. Also to confuse yourself and get on some QAnon shit. And I've been on that shit too. And think the earth is flat or whatever shit. Aliens is coming. But as long as we worry about all that other stuff out there, that's that's where we can't focus on in here, meaning the internal problems that we have within our society and communities and stuff like that. We focus on, you know, aliens are coming. Well, fuck that. They don't have to fix this communities where people dying and doing drugs all goddamn day because they're depressed, because they're sad, because they can't pay rent, mm-hmm. because they're being harassed, because they're on uh, because they're on parole, probation and being part of the system. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just thank you for tuning in. That was the end of part one. Part two comes out next Monday, 9 a.m. Please stay tuned. Make sure you like and subscribe to our channel and hit that notification bell so that YouTube will let you know when the next one comes out.